Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts. Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band. Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song. We talk about our memories and artist histories. At the end, we will have all music Music ranked. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. We're here for another episode of Music Ranked with Eric Hersey. Eric, how are you? Hey, Todd, how are you? I'm I'm doing all right. Um, I'm I'm keen to uh, to discuss our next uh, our next artist. And Eric, would you like to give a little intro on who that artist is and 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 get us rolling on this bad boy? Absolutely, it's one that um, believe it or not, uh, Todd, you you actually introduced me to um, one weird Al Yankovic may, many many years ago. You had uh, plenty of his cassette tapes. And yeah. I, I, of course, stumbled across those. And being in my youth, that was something that I was all about. Um, so that is uh, the artist we are talking about today, which I have great fondness for, since he is, in my case, the number third, number three, the, the third ranked artist um, that I have. Sweet. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one. Because, um, yeah, I, 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 I was led to believe that, you know, I was kind of the at, at fault <laughs> for, for, for getting you into Weird Al, uh, which I, I proudly uh, take responsibility for. Um, yeah, I had uh, I'm pretty sure I had all of his all of his stuff up until uh, Smells Like Nirvana, which is at about the point where I would have um, switched from cassette to CDs on most things. Um, and also kind of coincides with my, you know, going off to college slash going off to the Navy where I kind of, you know, took a hiatus from, you know, acquiring music and stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that I have memories of, of the two of us as youngsters listening to Weird Al, um, which is, which is something, um, considering that, you know, you're. I'm 10 years older than you, and at the time I would have been, you know, 18 or so, and you would have been like eight. Um, so, I mean, we got along well as children, but it's not like we hung out a bunch due to that that sort of age gap. And that was one of the things that we did sort of do together is is listen to, listen to the Weird Al. And I feel like when I like went off to college or, or went off to the Navy, um, I kind of bequested all of those cassettes to you at that point. Is that, am I remembering that right? Or yes, I do actually have all those cassettes to this day still. Oh, wow. Um, which, yeah. So I actually have all the cassettes and your timeline is, is perfect. Uh, because, um, I actually remember buying the CDs of, um, Alapalooza, which would have been the one right after smells like teen spirit or smells like Nirvana. I'm sorry. Um, yeah and and so forth so through through the collective of you and i i actually have uh cassettes of all the originals and cds of all the the newer ones so that is how i have my collection now granted through the years we've uh you know acquired them through digital download and so forth um but right yeah so weird al is kind of important you know and uh and i guess 
I, I guess that's how I discovered a lot of older music, even because through the parodies and through his oh, polkas. Yeah. No, that 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 makes sense. There, there. I think uh, as as goofy as it sounds, there are are several. I, I don't know that I could necessarily name them all, but uh, there is a there's one of his polkas that's that's. Uh, I can't remember if it's all Rolling Stone songs or just there there are several in there um, that I was I I had never heard the originals and by virtue of the i i I was became familiar with them you know at least from the lyrics and stuff and then when i finally you know heard the actual songs from the rolling stones i'm like oh that's what that's what that was from like it's it's weird that way for me but well consider yeah considering i wasn't born until 84 uh weird (laughs) al's been going around early 80s probably about 83 actually so a lot of the music that he parodied or polka were music that I never even heard of. Uh, Cause you kind of, you know, you get into music, maybe, you know, like eight, nine, 10. Yeah. So all that yeah, music that yeah. he was parodying that was popular. I didn't hear of until years later. And of course I knew of it because of the parodies and, or the, um, the polkas, which, you know, grouped in at least 20 some songs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, and I guess I, I mean, I remember Weird Al from from my youth. Like I remember um, back when we we lived out in the country and was cut and I caught the school bus to go to school. Uh, you know, it, it's it's off. It's always you know got off full early in the morning, and the bus bus player or bus driver would uh, they'd have on like the radio, like the local you know hits station. And, you know, as most radio stations have done, I think, almost since the dawn of time is, you know, they have the the morning crew and their their wacky antics and, you know, their prank calls and their their parody stuff. But they would also play, uh, you know, stuff from like Dr. Demento and, and Weird Al. And I think that was probably my first uh, exposure to Weird Al. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, it wasn't probably until... Uh, like 88 or 89 that I started, you know, actually getting his actual, you know, tapes and listening to it in it, you know, listening to him in his entirety. Um, other than that, it was just, you know, the, the parody stuff that made it onto the radio. Uh, a couple of cassettes and we'd listen to them and then I, you know, got on a tear for them, um, and got into it that way. It's, uh, you know, in a roundabout way, um, we can also trace our our weird alness back to mom. Um, in that, you may or may not remember this because you you were just a young lad. But uh, there there was definitely an era of life. I want to say probably like eighty six or eighty seven on that rock music was was forbidden in the Hersey household as it was, you know, a tool of the devil. Um, but Weird Al was okay, because he was funny and not, you know, demonic. And there were certain aspects where I listened to Weird Al because, you know, the parodies and because it was funny. Um, but Weird Al also, you know, and I know you and I have discussed this a bunch, um, has done a bunch of, you know, originals or, or you know, s- sort of style parodies, but it's original material. Um some of which is good old rock and roll. And I was able to listen to good old rock and roll 
by virtue of it being coming from Weird Al, which was considered safe and fair and good. Um, not, I'm not even sure if you're aware of that piece of it, if we've ever gotten into no. that before. But uh, No, I did not know the... Um, I mean, I didn't listen to Weird Al because we weren't allowed to listen to other music. Uh, that must, that crazy must have, I th- you know, I, yeah, I th- came and gone. I think that, yeah, I think that that wore off by the time you you started, uh, you know, being able to sort of do your own thing. But yeah, um, there there was a, I, I want to say probably midway through my eighth grade year up until the point where I left. It's like, yeah, no, you can't you can't listen to, to rock music. That's the devil's plaything. Um, and Weird Al was a was the was the uh, that was the loophole uh, <laughs> that I got to use, and I'm I'm very happy for it. It worked out real well. Yeah, so I think um, I think overall Weird Al was a I don't know. I mean, I guess you got into it a little later in your in your uh, youth, where I got into it early. But I think it's a nice gateway for most people. It is definitely a it's not your standard you know, music, it's not like I, you, you don't classify it as necessarily rock or polka or pop. It is kind of its own little subsection in which you and I've even had discussions about, like, if you would rank Weird Al, how would you do that? You know, does he kind of, you know, rank amongst the re- the rest of the artists? And I think, you know, partially I would get slack or flack or however you want to, you know, <laughs> give right. me issues uh, for saying, hey, Weird Al is this good because, I think primarily people only think of like eat it and Amish paradise and him basically just changing words to famous songs. And I think that is um, not even, you know, the tip of the iceberg when you start talking about weird Al, the style parodies and the original and the fact that this guy can take a artist or a type of genre and completely make a wacky song original using his band and all his stuff, you know, and and create a song that you would think is from that artist uh, is pretty fascinating and very very skilled you know because oh yeah you know go from punk rock to rap to you know some type of classical all in an album and it seems like it fits which is pretty unique and um extraordinary and i think that's why i you know have uh drawn to weird al more so and not so much the you know the comedy or like it's not like everything he says makes me belly laugh I think there's so much talent involved and, you know, I, I definitely love silly, you know, that's just kind of my humor. I right, very, right. Mu- very much love Monty Python and Conan O'Brien and, you know, just in general comedy that is just plain out silly. And I feel like that's weird Al, you know, uh, you know, and I, and I love the movie UHF, you know, which is basically a playoff oh, yeah. right off that, you know, which is kind of your airplane kind of silly. So oh, yeah. his music falls right within that realm so it was kind of interesting because over the last uh you know we knew we were going to do weird out here and you kind of were like you know i haven't listened to weird out for a long time so i think uh, we'll take a quick break here and then when you come back we'll kind of uh tackle you know your your thoughts of kind of not listening to weird out after you know a couple decades so i like it sounds good come right back When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. 
Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. Thanks, Eric. So, yes, as you'd mentioned, um, I had a little bit of a uh, hiatus from the Weird Al. He, 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 was, he was not forgotten, just not something that I reacquired digitally uh, in any form. Um, you know, I knew he was still out there. I knew he was still making stuff. I'd occasionally, you know, see or hear, uh, you know, the parody, the, the hits, as it were. Um, and yeah, when, uh, we were talking about, Hey, you know, doing this episode next, I'm like, you know, I need to, I need to brush up. Um, cause anything pl- past smells like Nirvana, you know, I, I really hadn't heard much of, uh, and quite frankly, you know, just thinking about it, I'm like, man, I, I kind of miss old, old Al. Uh, I'd like to, you know, get some more of that. And so, you know, acquired some stuff and, um, it, it, it was wild and it, and it immediately brought a smile to my face. Um, cause as I'm, you know, looking through the old stuff, just, just looking at the track listings and, and the names of the names of the songs, um, I saw the checks in the mail listed and immediately got that stuck in my head. And it was everything in me to, you know, get, get these things prepped and over to my, uh, iPhone so that I could start listening. Um, and, uh, you know, as I was as I was, you know, walking about town listening, uh, it just brought back a whole flood of, of really fantastic memories of, you know, of good stuff. Um, and I'm real happy to to have, you know, re- sort of reinvigorated. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but but to, to have Weird Al back in in his part of the rotation is, is a beautiful, beautiful thing for me. Um, so would you like to discuss his works sort of chronologically or is there a particular um thing you want to hit with this eric or what, what are your thoughts how, how well, do you approach this well i think uh i think weird al he hasn't really changed much over the years he kind of does the same exact thing so chronologically i mean let, let's talk about the guy he was he was actually a genius um, oh i'm yeah I'm, he, he graduated as a valley victorian when he was 16 oh you know, seriously he, yeah yeah so he he was really smart dude you know, he got the moniker Weird Al because um, uh, I, in college, I guess somebody just, you know, said, hey, look, there's Weird Al or something. And I guess he just kind of looked, you know, not miserable, but just, you know, I, he had okay. maybe that that demeanor of, uh, you know, always having a grimace or something on his face. We're just uh, then, of course, the Dr. Memento show is what you were kind of talking about, which was like his um, which was like, uh, I mean, people could send in their their own parody, you know, songs and stuff. Right. And that's kind of how he got his start um, by sending in a couple parody songs that he made, you know, and he played the accordion, of course. Um, so he made some parody things and he got uh, some airtime on Dr. Demento and actually started getting lots of airtime because he sent in probably three, four. And there's actually a classic like um, I think it's medium cuts or medium rare cuts or something like that. It's an actual Weird Al album that has a lot of these um, early, early demo tapes. Oh, okay. It. And the stuff isn't bad. I mean, it, it is it is exactly what it is. It sounds like somebody with a recorder, you know, and, and so forth. But that's how kind of Weird Al got his prominence. And then he, you know, um, 
I mean, I think he hit it real big with when he started parodying uh, Michael Jackson, you know, yeah. uh, eat it and and um, and fat. Uh, right. And then, you know, and that's kind of when the 80s boom. And, and I think Weird Al was at the perfect place at the perfect time. Music videos were like huge, you know, MTV yeah. era. And it just so happened, like, not only could he make a parody song, he can make a parody video that, you know, tied right up. And that's where really he got his prominence to the point where I think he probably got um, probably to his peak when he actually had his own movie, when the UHF movie came out. Yeah. And unfortunately, it didn't do so hot at the box office. But I think it went against some really, really uh, stiff competition. And I can't remember the names, but um, look up that week. I think he had a rough go just in terms of who he went against at the box office, gotcha. uh, you know, and then, you know, he start. I, I think he started to drift off a little bit, but, um, you know, came back around with, uh, the Nirvana, you know, parody and kind of continued to move on. So I don't think the albums are, cha- are, are as different now. Granted, I kind of fell out probably around high school and I stopped listening. Maybe, um, there's a couple albums called poodle hat and running with scissors and which I didn't really listen to when they came out. Okay. But when I go, when I went back, kind of rediscovering, boy, those albums, were, there are some really gems on those, you know, albums. Oh, yeah. there's some really, really good songs that I wasn't aware of. So uh, in general, well, that that's his chronological, I guess, history. And he's been producing stuff since. And I think he has been one of the few that stayed up with the times. And a couple albums ago, he actually released a music video for each one of his songs on a different online platform. Okay. And, like each day. So he basically kind of worked with a lot of these artists and they, you know, um, whether it be, it basically made a music video for six, seven of his songs and then released them on these really big, um, websites like the nerdist.com. And then there was a couple lap funnier die.com and each week, okay. each day he'd launch another one. And that's essentially, he ended up becoming number one for one of his songs. Um, and I think a lot of it was him kind of staying up to date with, uh, you know, technology and the new way of releasing music, oh, yeah. which is, uh, which is pretty cool. So, uh, he's been more relevant than ever. And I think most people know who weird Al is. And I think, I still think that people probably have a misperception or misconception of who weird Al is and what he does, because I think they listen to the songs, you know, the pop songs or the songs that I guess would have more play the ones he made videos for because they're straight parodies where, I think most of us, probably the majority of the next part of our discussion, will be talking about some of the um, unheard, unsung heroes, so to speak. Yeah, no, I was uh, when I was talking to uh, to Abby about this, and I'm just gonna go ahead and, and sell her out right right now. Uh, I was talking to her about Weird Al. Um, you know, it, it kind of talked talked to her about you know how you know yeah the parodies, and she's like, oh yeah, those 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 are great. Um, and I kind of talked about how you and I were planning to get a, to get into, you know, a little more discussion around some of his original stuff. And she made this face. And I'm like, what, what is that face? She's like, yeah, I'm super not into his original stuff. Like, the parodies are fine, but other than that, whatever. I'm like, uh, you and Eric are going to have words. Um, frankly, you and I would have words um, if, if, you know, we weren't married and such. Because, um, yeah, I think I think most the, the perception is most people think of him just as the parodies because those tend to, you know, be be the hits and get the get the airplay. Um, and you kind of also touched on on another thing in, that it seems like for both of us, you know, around high school time frame just sort of fell out of 
Weird Al attitude. Um, which is unfortunate. Um, but I think there's just something about, you know, teen boy angst that is, you know, oh, Weird Al, that's, 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 it's funny and it's great, but that's, that's for kids. I need to, you know, be into more serious stuff now. Um, and I'm glad we both snapped out of that. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't think that could, uh, could have lasted for very long. I mean, it's just ingrained in me. Um, so my favorite album is, uh, and officially, is what we call in 3D. That's, so that's that legit. was one that that was definitely one that you kind of passed down. And I do remember listening yep. that over and over and over. Um, and that is officially my favorite album. And I would have probably said that was my favorite album regardless of, you know, besides me, like actually using math. Um, but there, you, there are you plenty kind of broke up on. Yeah, that that's my favorite album, regardless, not even using math. Like if you math. OK, when I, when I use the math, it definitely shows it is. You know, and then it kind of shows some crazy stuff uh, like and then it has uh, UHF, which I didn't think would have been like my favorite album next to in 3D. But, it, you know, the math doesn't lie there. It's um, funny. I haven't done the math, but if I had to pick, it would be one of those two. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's an amazing overlap for the two of us. And then Dare to be Stupid is is yep. the next one. So it kind of goes yep. down, you know, and and overall, like the. Um, I'm looking here off the deep end is my worst straight out of Linwood. So is it off, off the deep end is actually, yeah, that's what it's called. It's not straight out of, or it's not, uh, the Nirvana, um, smells like teen spirit smells like Nirvana. Okay. Off the deep end is the actual album title. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, overall, you know, I think weird Al has done some good work, but, um, I think most of my albums that I enjoy have a mixture of, you know, some strong, some strong parodies, but for the most part, if they're original songs. So when I sent, um, sent you some suggestions of like, you need to listen to this, this, and this. Yes. Um, I know you did listen to some, cause I know oh, you yes. even briefly told me you were in the middle of listening to the, uh, the song germs. So give yes. me some impressions. I'll give you a couple songs and you tell me what you originally thought for the first time, or, um, if I was way off base. Um, so what, what was your thought on germs? I mean, from the, from, from the moment it started, I knew why you recommended it to me, um, because that is is, I mean, that could very well be Trent Reznor in the studio with him, Nine Inch Nailing It Up. Um, you know, it's 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 very Nine Inch Nailsy. Uh, it's got aspects that are very reminiscent to to Closer, but yet I don't know that I would call it a parody of Closer. Um, it's more of a more of a more of a style imitation of just sort of nine inch nails and and that sort of, you know, techno industrial sort of a thing. Um, I enjoyed it very much so. And like I said, I immediately knew why you, you said, Oh, you had, you got to check this one out. Yeah. I think that was one that was kind of catered to you. I don't know if I would tell everybody to listen to that, but I think that is, and to me that, so to me, that's a five-star song. And the reasoning is because it, it, to me, it's brilliant. It, you could tell right off the get go. It's, it's kind of like closer but it's all original and he created it all from scratch. You know, mm-hmm. it's not him just straight up, you know, saying, Hey, this is the, the latest nine inch Dale song. All right. right. So the, the other song that I discovered that, um, I want your opinion on, we haven't touched bass at all. Do you remember listening to hardware store? I, I, yes, a couple of times. Um, and it was good and I enjoyed it. Um, 
I'll be honest, that's of the ones that you re- you recommended by by title. That is the one that I'm like, this is good, and I like it. I'm not real sure why he's calling this one out specifically, but I liked it. Um, what was there a particular reason? Am I am I dense? Did I miss something or or? Um, no, I don't. I think um, from a musical standpoint, I think that is revered as one of the best Weird Al songs, um, just by the technicalities and or the. I don't even know the the actual jargon of it, but the song itself is just about a hardware store. It's no big right. deal. It's you know, it's not the 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 premise isn't that great, but the way he feeds in lines, um, I mean, it is a song that I don't think you could ever do live because uh, he moves so fast with stuff, and it's just right. kind of like a it's kind of like an epic. But um, oh, yeah. I think so. So I listened to several, and I'll just get into some of these cheap plugs now. Uh, but I do listen to several podcasts. Believe it or not, there is a uh, podcast called The Weird Alphabet, um, which these four guys basically go from the the very first song, starting with the letter A, all the way through, and they go over each song, and they talk about you know, the influence of the original song, or if it's a style parody, they talk about the group that he was kind of doing a style, style parody on, okay. and so forth. And I think... You know, I don't can't say I have a bunch of weird Al friends where we sit around, but I guess listening to <laughs> listening to these podcasts that the hardware store is revered as one of the greatest weird Al songs. And I I definitely believe that it's not my favorite song. But when I listened to it, I said, man, this is like what weird Al's about. It is, you know, a very technical, like crazy, wacky song. But um, it's kind of like an epic tale or at least you you have to listen to it again oh, yeah. and just kind of. And and just I, I guess listen to towards the end where it just goes nuts. But that is one of the more popular and then one of the more controversial. <laughs> and I don't think it's controversial. I know there's a lot of people that love it. And then there's some that's like, eh, give or take. Did you listen to Albuquerque? I freaking love Albuquerque. Um, okay. I, I don't know that I'd go so far as to call it favorite song, but it, it, it it's it's got to definitely be top 10. Um because that's, it is that's really funny it, it is it is it, why is it is it like one of your your least favorites yeah or, yeah it's absolutely or... and i, I it, it's it's like hardware store i'm like i mean i listen to it again i'm like yeah that's really clever and it's good and and i mean i know what it's parroting it's parroting uh and i can't think of it right now but there's a song that's very similar to it um and and i'm like yeah it's fine you know but they're they're like these guys raving over it and i'm like okay maybe it's just you know this is one of the first songs they've heard or something like that where you know so yeah so why why do you like it so much or it 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 harkens back to the absurdity and and you know sort of my my sense of humor and and in all honesty i'm kind of surprised you're not more into it than than what you just said and you know what it i mean obviously it's not based on this but what it reminds me of is if you'll remember, I crap had to have been like five years ago because this this took place on Facebook back when I was still on Facebook, where you and I got into a thing where I was you know I, I posted you know once upon a time and then you told the next line of the story and we went back and forth and just kept inserting all sorts of ridiculous nonsense and building off of each other. You remember that? Like you? Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Printed, you printed I think, yeah, it you off have a as book. a book for me for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
but it's that kind of just out of left field absurd doesn't make like it there there's kind of a through line but it's crazy and doesn't make a lot of sense sort of a thing to me that's what albuquerque was yeah and, yeah that's and that's I, fair and that's you know very like i said just the absurdity the you know could have been you know a skit from monty python or the state um in musical form like it's just that's that's just the weird coming out of the blue with weird stuff and it's it's you know it's it's good musically um yeah i just i thought it was good stuff yeah now i think um and this is where i you know our uh niece janie she knows that i was going to talk trash on her she got real mad about the beatles episode about some i guess somebody was talking trash on one of the songs she wasn't happy about it. And oh. I said, well, just, uh, yeah, I don't recall this. I don't recall us talking trash on anything in Beatles, but um, no. I will tell you that my least favorite Weird Al song is Trapped in the Drive-Thru, which I'm not sure if you've heard, but it is. The, uh, not recently. Yeah, it is the like the R. Kelly parody of like Trapped in the Closet or whatever the heck the song was, Okay. Um, which Janie absolutely loves. But I'll tell you right now, not my favorite. Okay. And I just need to put that on record so that way when she listens to this, she's clenching her fist and shaking it at the phone. Well, it, you know, one of the, one of the joys of podcasting is is eliciting a response from your your listeners. So that's it. Good, good that's job, it. you, Eric. So, Todd, out of the songs that we've uh, haven't discussed, what what are some of your favorites or ones you'd like to discuss? Cool. Um, so I've got a couple of the newer newer batch from this you know the stuff i hadn't heard a whole lot of previously i'd like to chat about um one of which is cnr which is a fantastic song that i thoroughly enjoyed um and that is to me a good example of you know he didn't take a white stripe song and just change the words on it um but cnr may as well well have been written and performed by the white stripes he he you know mimicked that so well and, and did such a good job of it um of achieving that sort of sound and and just sort of the feel of a of a white stripe song um and also people don't think about charles nelson riley all that often and it's just a funny song <laughs> kind of reminds yeah. reminded me kind of kind of reminded me a lot of you know the the old um like the tall tales about, you know, like Paul Bunyan and, uh, you know, those things where they're giving people these ridiculous attributes that are clearly off the charts. Um, applying that to Charles Nelson Riley, I thought was great. And the music was fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let me, let me um, echo that statement real quick with uh, mission statement. Yes. Yes. The mission, I mean, mission statement. I can't tell you sometimes when I listen to them both starting off. I can't tell which one is actually CSNY or which one's Weird Al. And that is that oh. is how beautiful that is. And from a corporate standpoint, it is very, very funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm actually driving right now to a day full of corporate kickoff events. We start off the morning with the company kickoff. And then midway through the day, it shifts into the services department kickoff. And... It is gonna. I am gonna have a hard time not having portions of that song run through my brain just because these these events are going to be so filled with all of this ridiculous jargon. Um, 
And it's nice that instead of seething like I normally do every year, thinking about why don't you just talk like humans, I have Weird Al to, to back me up and, and, and bring some joy to that That's experience. It. You're going to have a synergy uh, ticker. Every time exactly. somebody says synergy, you're going to have to drink. Exactly. What other – was there another song that you had? There's, there is one other that when I listened to it, the first time I listened through, listened through to it, it didn't, quite, it didn't quite sink in what was actually happening until about midway through and it dawned on me like a lightning bolt and i'm like oh hang on i gotta rewind um because bob on first listen oh. through it's like oh this is he, he's riffing on dylan okay and you know the music was very dylan-esque and you know the 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 way that he sings was all very you know dylan-esque um uh-huh. and it sounded like oh he's just you know saying a bunch of nonsense um, you know, which is not far off from, you know, how sometimes that kind of folksy music can be. Um, but at, at some point I realized that the lyrics weren't just random words. He's singing freaking palindromes. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's amazing. And when that dawned on me, I'm like, oh no, I'm not, I, I must stop listening, go back to the beginning and listen to this. And if there is no, like, the song itself is good. I enjoyed it. It's fine. Um, but if there is anything that shows the skill, talent, and genius of Weird Al, it's got to be Bob. Because I don't know how you would find that many palindromes and be able to weave them together into a song that rhymes at the right spots and hits all the right, you know, beats and has the right cadence to it. Like, that just blew me the heck away. Yeah, I think that is um, that is true genius, and I forgot about that one, but I actually never realized that. I just thought it was a bunch of crazy names, and I've actually named a lot of my fantasy football teams off of some of his crazy uh, sayings. And, <laughs> and mind you, I do very well with those teams. I've made it to right. championships and won nice. money. UFO Tofu <laughs> was one of my greatest. Um, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. So that's that's great that you're actually appreciating and you see some of the um, some of the genius that he's had over the years uh, after, you know, my favorite yeah. songs tend to be some of the throwbacks. You know, I personally love Midnight Star, Dare to be Stupid. And my favorite is Nature Trail to Hell, which is kind of like an epic. Yeah, um, oh, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know who he would even style parody. But it just reminds me of like an epic type meatloaf type style song or Elton oh, yeah. John has a song called Funeral for a Friend, which is like these slow builds. But they have this like crazy, um, you know, middle like sections where it's just it's just chaos and so forth. And uh, Nature Trail to Hell is great. And um, mind you, he does have his first backward tracking, I believe, which which is Satan Eats Cheese Whiz. Is that what it, because I'd heard it and I was like, man, I got to find out what that is because that kind of stuff is fascinating to me. Yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you for answering that question. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. No, nah, that's so. So in general, um, Weird Al has uh, spanned through the decades and he's now actually out of his original contract. I believe he had like a contract where he had to do 20 albums. So oh, he is geez, now. Seriously? Yeah. yeah he's wow. out of his. So he actually can like produce and do whatever he wants. And his most recent, like he dropped it. Like, with no type of announcement, he did the Hamilton polka right when Hamilton was super hot, um, which for any Hamilton fans uh, is a must-listen must because it is tremendous. Um, 
And it does help that he's also really good friends. Or Lin-Manuel Miranda is a huge fan of Weird Al. Okay. Um, so, like, yeah. So he, that that uh, collaboration would be amazing in the future. Um, but overall, nice. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if if I would – I don't know if other people would ever rank him where he's at because I definitely know that the nostalgia of myself, like, gives him a lot of credit a lot, when I rank out his songs. I'm giving him a lot of fours and fives where most people would be like, nah, this is a parody. It doesn't even qualify. Like it needs its own little bracket, you know? Right. Right. Like, I, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's a fair bit of your rankings in general that are, are, are very Eric specific and keyed to you and your upbringing and your memories, the thing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, let me, let me just say that right out the gate. Um, but as far as, you know, rankings would go as far as like i'm concerned like he kind of goes into his own classification like he almost for me would sort of stand outside of normal sort of ranking protocol if that makes sense um yeah no i i could could understand that yeah because he he covers so many different genres and styles and and you know some of its parody some of it's not i mean you know like it's it's hard to take all his body of work and compress it down to a quick opinion or thought about him about you know what i mean to where i don't i don't think that i would be able to do him justice if i were to try and just pin him pit him up against you know the doors or black sabbath or you know the white stripe like it's just and he would just like he gets a place of honor for me. He's he's kind of like the uh, I don't know what you call it the you know the the special guest the uh, sure honorable mention the sure you know well I think they have like a special wing in most Hall of Fames, which is like you know the you know the players and the coaches are both you know impactful to whatever sport that you're playing you know but in the case they they put them in for different cases so you know in my case i have the luxury of not having to think and more just do the math you know like each song has its own merit and if i like the song it fits a certain place so of course that's where he ranks uh he is third on my list and very much could at you know he's still producing so there's a very good chance he he could actually become number two on my list uh because over the years he has produced better work than journey if Journey even produces <laughs> anything new, which is, you know, which could make right. the difference. Now, he won't yeah. probably ever beat the Beatles. You know, no, I just don't no, see that, that happening. No. So I got to think he would agree that that shouldn't happen. Uh, yeah, that's not likely. Like, yeah. So so that's where I, you know, that's where I end up with uh, good old Weird Al. If it so essentially right now, you if you had to rank. And you have, but in your own right way, your your top three right now would probably be very similar to mine. I'm guessing, or would Weird Al beat out Journey if you had to place it in that space? Oh, if if I had to take your your current top three and rearrange them into what I felt would be the top uh-huh. three, I'm I think Weird Al would come would slide into number two. I, th- I think yeah. that would happen. Yeah. 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 So. So that is uh, that is our interesting take on it. Um, do you have any any I guess last thoughts, final thoughts of our good friend Weird Al? I hope he keeps it up. Um, like you said, I, I I with this coming up, I got sort of a sampling of uh, 
you know, listen to some some of the more recent stuff and sort of some some of the what you and I would probably consider greatest hits of the old stuff. Um, I, th- yeah. I think I'm going to actually, you know, see what I can do to reacquire, you know, it in its entirety because it, it's a it was a good ride, um, and I like have like again, it's one of those things that the way I listen to music, I often just pop pop things in on shuffle, and there are points where sometimes his stuff coming up in the middle of a shuffle would be mm, awkward, but super worth it, and I, I think I need to get get it back into the collection, so. Um, yeah. I'm going to mail you a couple of, uh, CR 90 cassettes. I need you to dub those okay. cassettes like you used All right, to do back ahead. in the old days. Absolutely. Um, and then I just need to find a record, a, a cassette player. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's fine. That you'll have a very hard time doing that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, overall, I know we mentioned a lot of stuff. I would strongly recommend for anybody that has not watched the, uh, UHF movie, watch that. Um, it is a perfect product of the eighties. It is actually a parody of movies in the eighties for the most part. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, some, some people that turned out to be pretty decent stars were in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. and there's definitely some classic lines. Uh, I mentioned a podcast earlier. The weird alphabet is the one that I would recommend. There's probably three or four out there that I have listened to. And if you actually go to the musicrank.com uh, web website with the weird out, Al- there's a couple of them listed, but the weird alphabet is, uh, is, a good one where there's probably a solid 10 minutes worth of stuff worth listening to. And then I kind of fast forward the end in the beginning. Um, okay. I just basically, I like to know the thoughts of the song, like where it came come from and so forth. And then the non, you know, the ridiculousness between the uh, hosts is determining what kind of mood I'm in. Um, gotcha. And, and also if you have not watched any of weird Al's actual video parodies, um, you can find them all on YouTube now. I'm pretty sure he has okay. a, a um, channel. Like a channel? Which you could pro- yeah, you probably watch them all, you know, there. Uh, and I would strongly recommend, and I'm trying to think what his best video parody would be. Um, they're all kind of, you know, a mixture of, you know, what the actual, um, you know, previous. The original video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Eat It might be one of the best because it was a direct I believe they use the exact set and a lot of the same actors from the beat it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, cause That's Michael Jackson right there. Well, I guess Michael Jackson was pretty darn cool about it. And, um, well, that's like, the he... thing. like there, there was a point where in my mind, you, you have finally made it as an artist. If weird Al was parodying you, like to me, that was like, that was like a, that was like a compliment to, to the folks. Yeah. And one, one I think that I remember, I remember it was at the tail end of, of when I was, was heavy into Weird Al. He did, I can't remember the song, but he parodied a, a, a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. And I remember oh, yeah. Flea being all butthurt about it. And me thinking, dude, you you are just looking the gift horse in the mouth. You, this is a fantastic thing. I can't believe that you're, 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 you're dissing Weird Al for bestowing this honor upon you and your music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, so. You know, he basically gets approval from each of the artists before he does it. Like he's actually been turned right. down a couple times for various reasons or whatever. But he basically won't parody, and he's allowed to. Gover- oh yeah, the, parody. Like, You're allowed to. Yeah, copyright yeah, lets you do that. Exactly. So he actually gets um, from each person. I believe Kurt Cobain even etched it. Says like it's an honor, or it's like you know he was really excited to get parody. Oh. You know, if I were, th- if I were, if I were a rock star, 
that would be like on my bucket list. Like, I, okay, get me a Grammy, fine. Weird Al's doing my shit. I'm down. Yeah. I've now made it. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. So that that is um, that is I think our our good take on Weird Al and, and shows that it's right up there with getting a Grammy. You and I feel the same way. You know. Oh yeah. Weird oh, yeah. Al having him parody some of your stuff and not just in a polka. You know, it's right. nice to be it's nice to be in a polka, but we we also oh, yeah. need you know, so. Well, that's what I have on Weird Al, and I think, um, as you can tell, we can talk for a good forty some minutes on oh, on yeah. the man. So, I one I one, w- one last question for you. Uh huh. Some, something something that, where possible, it makes sense. I, I I'd like to ask this question: Have you ever seen him in concert? No, and I've had the chance, and I'll tell you what: my two children are, you know, the the oldest and the the middle are big into Weird Al. They request Weird Al when we drive a lot of times. Yeah. And um, it will happen. I will go see him in concert the next time, and I will bring the kids. And I will all. And I would – now that you might have a resurgence, I, I think they might oh, like an Uncle Todd to come along. That, because that, I, that should happen. I and hear it is next get level. Janie in on that action. Yeah, I, because yeah. I hear it's next level good. Like oh, the, that's, that's what I've heard. So, yeah, yeah now – and I know this is side railing real quick. His latest concert – and this is one I really should be kicking myself in the butt for not going. He did all of his original style parody stuff. Oh, he did, man. I know. It was like No Strings Attached, I believe it was called. Oh. And he was doing Nature Trail to Hell. He was doing Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. Oh. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Velvet Elvis and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. man. So, uh, yeah, this will happen. It has to happen, I think. So next time he's in the Columbus, Pittsburgh, Cleveland-esque area. Somewhere uh, in our region, that needs to happen. Yeah. I say we we go and we have a wonderful Weird Al festival. Yeah. Festival. So, and cl- yeah. And clearly none of us have seen the Beatles in concert, obviously. Yeah. Um, Abby did get to go see Journey in concert. Have you ever oh. seen Journey in concert? You know, I have I've had chances, but I've not seen Journey in concert. Okay. Just just figured that, that as as we're as we're rolling through your list for those that it makes sense where we could have or might have. Yeah. Throw that out there. Well, this cool. would be the this would be the greatest. So I think that's good. Um, so I think we both uh, shown our appreciation for Weird Al. And if you are a new listener uh, to Weird Al, I say go out there and get e- at least the greatest hits. Or, you know, honestly, find your genre of music, what you like, and then find Weird Al style parody or a parody of that genre. And I think oh, yeah. you will be able to appreciate what he brings to the table. Absolutely. So, so Todd, our our next our next, I believe you've given me the heads up that it is a group called Boston yep. and, and, and guess where they're from. Um, LA. Yeah. Yep. You're <laughs> correct. No. So we will be talking about Boston and uh, I think you'll have to get caught up and uh, we'll have a nice little talk about their, I wouldn't say long, but um, you know, their, their career. Sounds good. I like it. Cool. Good deal. Well, thank you, Eric, and thank you to to everyone who's listening. Uh, Eric, any 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 final final words? No. If you want a sneak peek, you know we're we're uh, all this information can be found on MusicRank.com, which is I guess my personal uh, journal to uh, the rankings and where a lot of this information is coming from. Feel free go read. Skip ahead. You won't find uh, a tremendous amount of information of. Uh, of wealth or knowledge, but uh, you will get my opinions on all these people. <laughs> Good deal. 
Cool. Well, thanks again, Eric. And thanks again, everyone, for listening. And until next time, I, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. All right. Well, that's, um, how was uh, how was the synergy yesterday? Very synergetic. Sure. If that's a word, is that a word? It's, it, that yesterday falls into the category of a day in my life I don't get back. Is, is uh, really oh, what that boils down to. Like, you're so, why why so pessimistic? Because I was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right.